Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Oh god, here it comes. Oh hot 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 hot. Thank you. Weapon of pride, Randy and all the rest. And Dinger himself. Again, we're a little too sensitive that a dude trying to get a mascot's autograph at a Rockies game screaming Dinger Caused the entire broadcast to shut down. And Toledo brings up a good point. As many times as we've heard this, listen again. Whoops, let me turn that part off. Listen again. It's a great line you caught there. Dinger! 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 Dinger. Oh, oh. We just uh, apologized, heard some horrible language that uh, doesn't belong anywhere on our broadcasts as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, Toledo brings up the as far as I'm concerned part, which means in some meetings... There's been a couple of producers that have said, maybe if we said more often. Not like some of the other guys I work with. Let me just put my piece into this argument. As far as I'm concerned, I think saying during a broadcast is a bad idea. Kara, anything? Yeah. I would like it it known in front of everyone. Yeah, I'd just like everybody to know my stance on saying during the broadcast. As far as I'm concerned, it's got no place in the broadcast. But I'll leave it up to you guys. You're the expert. Scott, Tim, I know you're okay with it. I know you're the the consultant. <laughs> and you've worked in 38 different stations, so you know what goes and what doesn't. But as far as I'm concerned, saying the word <laughs> loudly during a broadcast. Right out. Right out. Anyone else? Look, Anyone else with me? That's just me. <laughs> it's open for discussion. I'll put myself out on the line for that one. Now, I'm not going to say it, but if you want someone in the crowd mic'd up shouting it at the top of his lungs like we had yesterday, well, then fine. He gets fired. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, my owners disagree with yeah. me. But as far as I'm well, don't say that. No, I don't say owners. <laughs> owners are bad. We don't talk about owners. <laughs> Gee, as far as I'm concerned, we should own, own people. Oh. Let's go to a break. I mean, I'm going out on a limb here, saying don't own people and don't say <laughs> during a broadcast. 
We're all way too sensitive, all of us. So we got to realize what real problems are because these little problems we keep making huge diminish the real problems. It's a fact. Every time a girl says, the guy tried to kiss me on a date, that's sexual assault, it diminishes what real sexual assault is. Anytime two assholes standing at first base with a, with a mixed value that's more than all of us combined ever sit and say, I'm being opp- oppressed uh, because I was told something that made me and only me uncomfortable, even though the guy at first base is a known dickhead, it's mm-hmm. just too, it, it diminishes what real racism is. Every time you have a tiny beef, you make a giant beef, you diminish the real thing. Nothing made uh, sexual assault less valuable as a claim than those ladies who lied at the Duke lacrosse hearing years ago. The ones that that put it out there and made it possible for us to say, no, hold on a second. Maybe she's lying. Yeah, it's a a fact. It makes us question things when little things become inflamed and thrown into the pile of what's real. Oh, it drives me bananas. We're all so stupid. Uh, this guy emails Chris, and I don't know if he wants us to use his name because the email's brutal. <laughs> says, I've been molested. I've been homeless. You name it, I've been it. But I got over it. I've succeeded. Everyone needs to get over their problems and laugh a little. Stay away from comedy clubs if you haven't. You're right, Chris. Good job, Chris. Sorry about all that molesting, but now that you're over it, let's make fun of Chris's butt. Because it has been through the ringer. That poor guy. Now, you don't know. The co- comedian doesn't know you if he points you out in the front row. You look like you're Nor should mo- he. You look like one of those people an uncle would touch. And maybe an uncle touched you. And you're like, well, how does he know? Well, if you shut up, no one's going to know your pain. He's talking about me. The louder you get, the more people are going to know your problems that you're trying to hide from yourself. Ugh. We need to get back to when there were real problems in the world. All this social media stuff where you stand in that echo chamber and you never hear anybody tell you, hey, I don't think what you're saying is right. Oh, I don't know how to be contradicted. It's crazy. What are you going to do? Uh, i got to say thanks to every- We were all over the place this weekend. I was at uh, Chandler Harley with the friends over there at Lost Our Home Pet Rescue. Uh, if we were to do that again, it wouldn't be in May. When you try to have bikes and barks <laughs> in a parking lot and it's 95 degrees outside, it tends to uh, slow the barks part and keep people away. And also firing up Harley-Davidson's and ramming them through the moon makes dogs a little uh, twitchy. A little gun shy. So, yeah. So, t- you know, Doggy Sturgis was a decent thought in the brain, uh, but it does keep people away. But it was fun. We met a lot of fun people out there. And my favorite part is you perverts. That come rolling out. Now, I will have to say before I get into this story, some guy has been holding a picture of you for over 22 years, what? Brady. Uh, he goes, I got to show you something. And he shows a picture of Banquin Ballpark, and it's the from the pool. The guy won tickets once and was in the pool, and he's hanging over the fence. And there's Brady as uh, Drew, Haybata, Drew Haybata, the mascot, when Brady was the original mascot of the Diamondbacks. Uh, Byron Jenkins, the other mascot, the honestly, the, the worst mascot ever. Not you, him. You were trying. That dude had no business out there. I don't know who hired whose idea this was. Had to be uh, someone who'd never watched a baseball game in their lives. But the two super fan mascots, and there is uh, some lady on her knees shooting uh, cannon T-shirts at people, and Brady is dressed. It must have been disco night in a big black afro. Oh and, no! Oh, it's you. Don't it's I, disco yeah. night. Oh, no, it, it hasn't been disco. And, and no, that might have been my. Um, it was. 
embarrassing for you. I felt bad. And it's 20 years later. I'm like, the things we had to do to succeed, you know? That's, that's the picture of yeah, you as a prostitute. disco night. You were a prostitute for a little bit. You got a copy of it? Well, we took pictures of it. Amy's got them. All right. Amy will fire them over, but I, I forgot to have her send them to me. But we took pictures of the picture. In a gold sparkly shirt, I think. Uh, it was black, and it had like all sorts of colors on it, if I okay. remember right. It's uh, the things they made you do. It was just hilarious whoredom for like $50. And that's the embarrassing part. If you were being paid top-notch, you could at least brag about that. But this was, yeah. And to hang out with that Byron Jenkins guy who looks, even in a still photo, looks like, boy, he's just not, he's stiff. I can't help but think of Leroy every time you mention Byron. If you two were being paid the same, uh, that's a crime too because he's putting in no effort at all. You are living the dream Max Patkin style, and he is zeroed out. It's what was just Byron's street experience? Clothes? Huh? Oh. He just show up in street clothes? No, he was in the clothes. He just had no business trying to be public. <laughs> he got all. in trouble week one because he went in the outfit right from the game to, uh, at the time, Jackson's at third yeah. to try to score some celebrity uh, Oh, he's deal. trying to get a little... Notice yeah. me stuff. Oh, sit no. down in the organization. Look, you can't go out drinking <laughs> in that outfit. A little look at me in the old Byron Jenkins? Yeah. But I'm a super fan. It should be free. How much tail do you score as a mascot? You don't. Brady, okay. that's what I told him. Like, <laughs> but I will tell you this. You're not going to go too far with that. Byron Jenkins wandering in with the, do you know who I am? He just got a plate of boogers and <laughs> and that's about it. <laughs> so enjoy your enjoy a heaping helping of boogers and <laughs> Byron. And this is how bad that Byron guy was. I didn't know him, but from Brady's stories, and I'll say it for Brady because he won't. Brady's not even friends with him anymore. <laughs> now, Brady keeps in touch with – Brady went to Frank Caliendo's son's graduation party. That's embarrassing. I text Frank. I got an invitation. And, and F you, by the way, because the only reason he had my uh, address was because of you. He oh, told yeah. me yeah, – he, yeah, yeah. he said I wasn't going to ask John for the address because he'd never give it to me yeah. if I told him I was going to invite him to the thing. That's what he, yeah. So we got it from Toledo. Yep. So Toledo hands out my address to anybody who asks if you're interested. But I texted uh, Frank yesterday, uh, and this is the way it needs to be in life, really, generally. I said, uh, tell Joey that my lack of attendance to his graduation isn't anything more than me not at all wanting to go. It has little or nothing to do with my feelings towards him or his accomplishments. I truly and honestly can say it is 100% lack of energy, desire, or want to on my part. It's the last thing I want to do, drive all the way to your house, to lie to your parents about why I have to leave early. <laughs> Uh, why not just say I'm exhausted and lazy? Because it's not true. I have plenty of energy. I just think it sounds miserable to go to your party. I have a present, however. It's Bic Tarvey. It will arrive at your home soon. <laughs> he will receive it near or on our closely shared dates of birth. I'm not going to a kid's graduation party and tell people I have an excuse. I don't want to go to your kid's graduation party. No. It sounds awful. So why not just be honest? And Frank emailed me back. He goes, I don't want to be here either. Joey doesn't want to be here. So we had one for Chris on Saturday night. Yep, it was congrats. family drama. And have you guys ever had any one of the elderly members of your family ask you what bukkake is? <laughs> I will remember oh. my grandma on the air asked me what Indian goggles were. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I had to explain that's that right. to Sweet Shirley. So uh, Lisa's Aunt Liz is there and her grandsons are there, 14 and 11. And she asks Rylan, her oldest grandson. Yikes. What is this bukkake? Why were, were you talking like, what, what, about bukkake in the first place? I don't know. I came into this <laughs> yeah, as, kind of family, as it happened. What kind of family conversation as is that? It it's crying milk, Grandma. So no one would tell her. 
And so she goes to Siri. <laughs> Siri doesn't know that that word. Why On tell her? On your phone it might. Why but- tell her when we can show her? <laughs> yeah. That's what that's I did. That's what I was waiting. I'm like, do not do this with your grandsons around. Why didn't you show her? This. If she has the courage to ask, she has the courage to know. Not with the grandsons around. They're not The ready. grandsons they're are the not, ones who would have shown her the good they're videos. They're not ready for that. That was coming over their phones. Now, my yes. son my son would have showed her. I, I would have absolutely shown her. It's a good thing I didn't go to that one either. Not Man. invited. And thank oh you for God. not inviting me. I take zero umbrance or uh, uh, insult to the idea that I wasn't invited to and, uh, to that. We had fights with that Lisa's makes mom and Lisa's stepmom who have hated each other for 40 years. <laughs> it it was, sounds wonderful. Oh, my God. It was... Uh, <laughs> Actually, I might have wanted to go to this one. This yeah. sounds, sounds kind of sounds like an Italian party. <laughs> Man. Yeah, awful. No, yeah, you're used to that. Stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody yelling at each other. That's my new mid-year resolution. If you invite me to something I don't want to go to, I'm not going to lie anymore. But I'm just going to tell you, I just have zero you, like desire. You really to go. don't like fit there idea. to begin with because of course you don't I have don't. Kids. I so, like you know, kids. I just I know, don't want to celebrate. It's them. different from a graduation uh, party. I'm in the high school that Kirby and. You know, knows those kids. You you feel like okay, something you got to go to. Your kids' party, and you yeah. wanted to go to. So here's the thing: Ryan, your kids' party yeah. is something you should want to go to. Why do you want to go yeah. to Joey's graduation party? Ryan. Because you've done other things. You've gone to other things and their stuff. Whether it's been a birthday Joey's? party, but let me yeah. give you let I me give you the Juliet. Nah, it's not no, her no. day. Here's I what know. he's talking about. I'll give you the example. Ryan is Ryan will Alex's sister will turn 21 in August. The last time you were at a kid's birthday party was Ryan's fifth, <laughs> fifth birthday, birthday party yeah. at, at Chuck E. Cheese. You didn't come to Alex. I might go to her 21st. She's a functioning the adult. Next, the next two, you handed me 40 bucks yeah. and said, here, here's what Here's the next do. couple I gave you. Yeah. Give it to the kid. I have no business at a six-year-old's birthday party. Why? And then you were at that one with Joey before that. Gave him 20 bucks and everybody, everybody got, got sick. Everybody got consumption. <laughs> We all got 1800s cancer from that party. I can't believe you went to a kid's party at Chuck I, E. Cheese to begin I with. I only went because it's Chuck E. Cheese and I hadn't been there in forever. Guess when the last time I went to Chuck E. Cheese was? <laughs> that one, right? I'm like, I don't it belong here anymore. This is terrible. Yeah, I don't. You you like that stuff. You want to go to that. So you make excuses to say, well, you yeah, feel yeah. obligated you to go, go to this. I mean, you, you, you just want you to go. You feel obligated for some reason. I don't. In a way, and it's... Uh, um, and why do you feel that? Why do you think that's an obligation you feel? Do you think like they would be like, wow, Brady's a jerk? Or I, no, I'll tell you right did, now. If we didn't go? They wouldn't even no, know. they wouldn't care. Yeah. But you feel no, but an obligation to go to that. That, like, yeah, out of, uh, you know, and he could care less. <laughs> Joey graduating. Yeah, which like, is why is I don't understand job. the obligation. And to go up there and say, you know what, great job, kid. I can do that anytime. And by the I way, know, but I know it's Joey cares that you're there. Look, you got a car. Okay, that's it. I say great job to people that have met their goals. Joey hasn't come close to me. He hated high school. He he and I had conversations about how stupid high school was. I'm like, I'm with you, man. Get get he's, out of he's that. Moving his talents on to ASU. Yeah, go to a real. Get, now, when you graduate from college, you've accomplished something. Now, start a life. High school. You're supposed to graduate from high school. To, like if you don't, goofed up pretty hard. And you, you grew up going to a lot of them, too. Not me. I mean, like our families would always – it was just a thing that you – Family's different because you kind of do have an yeah. obligation to that because yeah. they'll do like what Toledo's family did and start fighting you yep. about why you didn't go. Yep. Well, you think you're better than us? That kind of stuff comes from family. With Joe, with Joe you write him a letter that basically says, I'm not going to go. All I would have done the whole time I was at that party was come up with a lie on how come I have yep. to leave. That's all I do when I'm at parties. I don't want to be asked. How do we get out? Diet Dr Pepper from his fridge on your way out. Right. We've all been in the car driving to the thing, going, "All right, what's our out?" 
Like that's the that's more common than enjoying a party. Is what what's our excuse to get the hell out of here? We finally that's did it at midnight. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we were there they partying. They probably ask you to leave. Yeah, they're like, all right. Time for you. Yeah, I don't understand why you feel obligated when you also admit they didn't care if you were there. That's an odd thing. Yeah, I, I, I guess it's not that heavy of an obligation. I just think it would be – it's just a nice thing Sure, to it's do. nice. There's no question about that. But if that, you – That if they went out of their way to uh, you know, to invite you on it, there's a reason yeah. you got invited. Now, would you feel the same if they said, well, I felt obligated to invite him? Oh, that's oh. A great yeah, because well, I think there's a lot that of out, then I go. Well, point. that's fine. There's they, obligatory sure. in, yeah. invitations as well. There's obligatory, like, well, if we don't, then they might get upset. With I me, would say that's what's great. Know, Nobody the, cares, and I don't care back. Yeah. Awesome. I would say Ronnie and Kirby got the invite more than I did because right. she's more, you know, with Juliet and Michelle. Right. They hang out more than Frank and I hang out. Sure. Yeah, I just don't want to. But that's. See, all these people you're talking about aren't the one who had the party. That's I think it's almost just as, re- as respectful to do what you did and just say, yeah. no, I'm not coming, but <laughs> here's, here's the reason why. why. I'm, I don't want yeah. to. Yeah. Like, seriously. <laughs> Your kid's great. That's awesome. I've spent a grand total of an hour and a half with him in my whole life. I'll get him, for the I'll, shoes. I'll get him Big Tarvey and $100. Congratulations. The shoes I paid for. Thanks for the shoes I bought from you. That's like that's like going to somebody's house after a garage sale because you found out their kid grab. I, I bought shoes from him. I like Joey. We have a shared birthday, but I'm not going to his graduation party. What the hell did I have to do with it? Nothing. I didn't help him with one thing through his entire schooling. He wants me to show up. It's a gift grab. And he's getting his big tarvey because he's going to ASU. He's going to need that stuff. Keeps from getting the AIDS. It's an HIV blocker. Why didn't we celebrate that more when they have that? And the other? Why is that not? Where was the? the why did it take age. so long? Massive parade we needed to have that celebrates. The, well, at least for gays, because the commercial makes it real clear for both that and the other one that blocks the age that it's only for guys. Right. Women born or what is it? People assigned female at birth cannot right. take Big right. Tarvey. <laughs> It's like, why? Oh, it eats them alive from We're the inside sorry. out. You've been assigned female. It's like swallowing gasoline to them. <laughs> and, oh, so it's just a bunch. And that's the best commercial on TV, too, is that giant Indian man dressed as a woman dancing with that small chemotherapy patient. I laugh at that every time I see it. Two men dancing. And it's clear one of them's a dude. And then that's at, that's at the time we're like, people assigned female at birth cannot take Big Tarby. Oh, so that's not. Okay. I see what I'm seeing. And then the two oh, dudes, two dudes at the end of the pier with their arm around each other, going, "You know, they pretty much cured AIDS. We should f- here at the lake." It's true. That's what the commercial is, Brett. <laughs> Look at that. It's and in fact, it's their tagline: "Big Tarvey, you can now f- him at the lake." Oh. <laughs> Run the air. <laughs> yeah, it stops the AIDS for dudes. I know a gay guy uh, who takes that. He's got the AIDS blocker vaccine. It's great stuff. It's just so when he chocolate LeBarons, he doesn't have to worry about the worst part. He can just wash it off. <laughs> Can't wash off the AIDS. And I don't care how much soap you stuff in there. The Brillo pad don't work. <laughs> it huh? doesn't get it done. <laughs> anyway, I digress. I'm at this uh, Chandler Harley-Davidson Saturday. And uh, something that has to be like, this is the best thing in the world. Uh, in the day and age of uh, Me Too and sexualizing women, there has to be 
an acceptance of women who like it. There has to be an acceptance of ladies who really like being objectified. There has to be that. Uh, one lady was came to me and said, they're setting us back so far. I'm like, you have to accept that there's a different group of women that like being objectified. I say that because there were two girls uh, in underwear washing bikes for guys. And the creepiest thing about and I stood with them and laughed because the guys that were having their bikes washed, and by the by, terrible job washing the bike. I told you that the other day. That's why I went over it. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com look for it i'm like is brett right because brett said they don't do a good job of the bike no. like, and, I, and i went over and i even asked him I'm like do you guys have any idea what you're doing on these she goes no she goes what does it matter she goes i'm here for this and she points to the five guys that are standing there watching them wash three bikes and i'm looking in the, and so i was there for a long time and i'm and the same five guys except for one we're watching all the bikes get washed. And I go over and talk to them. like, we don't care. I'm like, any slippage? Yeah, the one keeps adjusting her top and it pops out. <laughs> all right. And like, there has to be an acceptance of the fact that we still like looking and some of them still like showing. And it isn't uh, anti-feminist or anything else. It's just, hey, if these guys want to look, I want to show it and that's okay. And I don't know if it's setting anything back. Don't panic. Well, it is because when you see it, Brady, it's like, Woof, man, this is a this is a setback for all females. But it's you know we'll get over it. It sets it back at that very moment. It rattles it. But I mean, you're going to look. These girls were they wanted people to look at them, and I kind of missed that. That was awesome. <laughs> like this is great, and they bend over straight knees to wash the bike. And I asked them, I'm like, are you any good at washing motorcycles? He goes, we don't know what we're doing. Because half of the back of this bike is in the sun, and you keep throwing hose and water the on it, just gets all <laughs> right, right, screwed up. Oh, yeah. And like you're, you keep drying the same the lovely you, spots. You dry the seat and the radio, which I didn't, by the way, I didn't know until that. Why aren't all radios like motorcycle radios? Well, weather, waterproof. Yeah, yeah it doesn't make sense. Like what speakers we, are too. You put the drink holders right there by the radio in the car, right. Why not just make them all water? Anyway, so that was, but they're just hosing it off. <laughs> Speakers, everything. And like, this is great. And then, but the back end is hanging out in the sun. It's just cooking that hard water onto that chrome. And then she'd go and wipe that off. I'm like, just, just terrible. Just, this is, this guy's going to have to go pay for a car wash after this bike wash. Well, it's like I said, Mangoop and I went down there. They said, let's get our bikes washed. I'm like, all right, cool. We went down there. We knew the service manager and we're talking to him. And he's like, all right, when they're done screwing up your bikes, bring it out back and I'll have my guys wash it. And that's exactly what happened. I went out there and I'm like, yeah. oh my God. They couldn't have been sweeter. We know why Mangoop's yeah. there. My exhaust yeah. had monkey pox all yeah. over it. It looked terrible. <laughs> Great job, Lacey. They wear monkey pox. Yeah, they got them. But it was like, they knew that they were doing a bad job and the guys oh, yeah. getting their bikes washed didn't care. And, they, and I said, what's it cost? And he goes, it's free and he goes but i'm throwing him a tip i'm like all right a couple saw yeah, bucks going a in. here's a couple yeah <laughs> yeah and then they just stood within a few feet of him with their arms crossed and washed him and i'm like this is beautiful this is a beautiful almost counterculture thing now dudes watching women who want to be watched that's it's actually quite lovely and it's an acceptance of like this is great this is this is a comfortable moment and i stood by him and i'm like you guys realize 
what perverts you look like. You've been standing in the shade under this tree. Yeah, we got another bike pulled up, which is pretty great. There's another 20 minutes of you guys watching these girls hose off bikes. This is essentially all they were doing. The girls were as sweet as can be. The guys were respectful. It was understood that you're here for this and I'm here for this. And nobody complained. And I'm like, this is a nice America. This is the way things need to be. Nobody was saying, I don't like the Puerto Rican one touching my bike. They didn't care. <laughs> she had huge cans. They liked you it. You missed this spot, Jackie. It was, it was, it was, it was gorgeous. It was a, a beautiful thing. So thanks to the ladies who still like being objectified. Volunteering for I'm sure that tip jar was full. I'm sure that tip jar was full. It wasn't uh, – they didn't have a bad day, I yeah. don't think. Yeah. So congratulations, ladies. And it was nice. It was, and they came over for and like – a good cost. Yeah. Whether or not it was. It could have been for the Klan. They'd have still done the – it would have been the same thing. It, it had nothing to do with the cause, even though that's what you justify. Yeah, it's for the puppies. <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay. You tell yourself that. This yeah, could, it was. This could be for like the – 20 seller. bucks for your puppies. I'm here for the – Sweater uh, puppies. Get my bike uh, washed for – what's the cause? The acceleration of SIDS? Yeah, all right. Let's do that. Here's 10. Here's 10 towards your cause. If you want to be objectified, dudes will stand in a circle and pay for it. They don't care what the cause is. No, nobody drove by and said, I'm against animal rights, or I'd look. <laughs> nobody said that. They were there for the boobs, and good for them. You don't know what the stripper you're stuffing money in her thing gives that to charity. She could be giving it to the worst charities in the world. You don't care. Just nobody. hands that bucket to the person on the... Uh Exit ramp at the right. freeway. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Keep your drugs alive. You don't know what it is. You don't care. Objectification needs to have a place in this society a little bit because otherwise it becomes that closeted weird don't chew gum in class thing where we want to do it more because it's taboo. It's a release valve. It was a nice little pssst. Oh, things aren't so uptight and tense all the time. It was nice. But I want to say thanks to Lost Our Home Pet Rescue. Milo got adopted immediately. Uh, Friday, and Milo was one Must of my the video. favorites. It could have been, uh, and I'm so happy because I saw a picture of the people, and I judged them, and I enjoyed that I w- had a positive judgment. I didn't want Milo to go to a poor person's home <laughs> I, at all because it would have turned Milo into a real dick and probably been chained to a tree, and that would have. Oh, the people that lost their home pet rescue are, are also very judgmental towards who gets the dogs. Like they want to make sure you're not a loser, and so I saw the picture of the people, and I'm like, this is great. It looked like a happy mom and her daughter. And, just, I was thrilled at how I judged their photo. So Milo gets a home, which is great. And I'm happy that that happened. So Lost Our Home Pet Rescue does a lot of great stuff. Probably not going to do a Bikes and Barks in a parking lot in May again next year. It's a good call. If they do it again, it would have to be in better weather. And I remember when she told me, I'm like, May, that's because she's from Boston. Uh, Bridget, the girl put together, she just moved here. And I'm like, May's going to be a little warm. I don't know. It should be okay. I'm like, it's going to be a little warm. No, no. Not Boston weather. Yeah, and you don't want to be the Lost Our Home Pet Rescue that encourages people to bring their dogs onto asphalt uh, over 90 degrees. That's just a bad idea. We need it to be March, February, somewhere in there. We get good weather. Let's abuse it. So she'll get that going. But it was nice, and they were really nice people. So that I did for the cause. Staring at those cans, (laughs) that could have been for Nazis. (laughs) We're all looking. Trying to bring up more Kaiser helmets and SS patches. I'm like, is that what you're raising money for here? Oh, nice cans. Here's some. Here's a tenner. What are you going to do? And you guys were out uh, this weekend at uh, Sanderson Ford. Sanderson yeah. Ford. With some superheroes. 
Yeah. You know what's so funny? Is, uh, West Side Superheroes. Uh, Let's just put it that yeah. way. They were West Side Superheroes. <laughs> well, that's part of the crime is. <laughs> they were busy. They were busy. Yeah. But uh, what's funny is... Oh, hold on. I'm done listening to you. What's a West Side Superhero look <laughs> oh, come like? Come on. You know the West Side. It was Harley Quinn of the Avenues was out there with us. <laughs> Or Harley Quinn I don't have my phone. I don't have Brady's the picture so with uncomfortable <laughs> yeah, right now because he was friends with her. He was nice. Brady's going Very to that nice. girl's gr- kid's graduation party. <laughs> Feels obligated. That's, That's next week. So there was a Harley Quinn. That Look, and in fairness to all, I've never once seen a girl dressed as Harley Quinn that hits it. Brady? No, it, it's a tough no. outfit. Did she, Brady? Not once. What's that? Did she hit it? Yeah, she hit it on her own way. No. Oh, that's, that's a, special. That's a Brady well disapproval right there. That's what I was going for. That's, that's Brady really good. disapproval Would right Brady there. fist bump or hug Harley? <laughs> oh, you want to know what the, it was a fist bump. You okay. want to know what the next comment is going to be? Plenty of girls do that. Plenty of girls do each their own. But she wanted to be objectified, and you guys were turning your heads like Medusa. I don't know. I've never, in fairness, I've never, when the when the bar is Margot Robbie, don't try to match yeah, it. It's done. It's over. You are not going to hit it. I don't care how much you, you can be a child and dress as Harley Quinn because we're not supposed to sexualize that. But grown women dressed as Harley Quinn will not meet the standard. It's the bar is far (laughs) to the reason why the costume comes with leggings and stockings is because it's covering up your cheese. No normal woman is going to look like Margot Robbie. Stop trying. It doesn't work. You're just setting yourself up for scrutiny and comparison. Am I wrong? Like you guys looked at this girl and went, what what is she thinking? Uh, That's not Harley Quinn. I know what Harley Quinn looks like. And she never had an eating disorder that bad. I knew it was Harley Quinn right away. (laughs) Of course you did. You couldn't miss her, <laughs> evidently. You what is her uh, eating over order, right? What is her job? Is to smack food out of kids' hands yeah. and take it? It's <laughs> <laughs> a special she power. She's so uncomfortable right That's now. That's why I'm doing it. Now it's why I'm doing it. I didn't even see her, but I just like how Brady is. They're heroes, You John. are as red as all the shirts in this room, which, by the way, it's too many of those. Yeah. It's the three red Apparently shirts. Apparently this is I, a Monday yes. thing. Yeah. I don't have my phone with me. I forgot it. I have a picture, but uh, Julie has one. Maybe she okay. can text it over She'll to you. Bring it up. Yeah. All right. So anyway, how was your day? It was great. It was fun. Did you talk to all the superheroes? What I were the did. superheroes there for? We had uh, Black Widow and uh, Bane. How did Black oh, we Widow? We fell for Bane because he had this full mask on yeah. with just a little rubber hose coming on the top. You know how hot it was. Yeah. And uh, he yeah, was walking was around with that. drenched when he Well, Comic-Con yeah. is this week or next here I think in Phoenix. It's, yeah, this Saturday. Up. Yeah, yeah. So all the all all these uh, giant people are going to dress up in. Oh, they spent some money and, on their outfits, that's for sure. Yeah, and they're going to wander around in June and 105 it's degrees. It's their Met Gala. I'm not allowed to go. I'm still booted, which I could sneak right in. It's a costume still party. Booted. Uh, well, they that gave guy's me, gone. You know, no, you never <laughs> come back again, Mister. I'm like, it's a costume party. They got so mad when I told them, like, it's a co- how will you know it's me? I'll wear a costume. <laughs> Ah, well, no. Someone will have superpowers and recognize you. I'm like, all right, you know, buy the magic kit. I'm not interested in going back to your your weirdo party. It's fun too. They have a lot of great guests, but kick me out of there. Fitz and Mo will be there for sure. Oh, for sure. Because I made fun of a few people who are Captain Fat America, and I'm like, he's the true Captain America. He's 40 pounds, uh, way too big for the leggings, and 100 pounds too big for the belly part. Anyway, so the superheroes were out there. You guys were uh, giving away things at Sanderson Ford. So thanks to them as well for a great week. You know what's funny is the listeners that come out that haven't met Brett yet, and most of them are like either Italian or they're not, but they're verifying 
whether Brett's Italian or not. Oh, <laughs> quiz, they look him over and like, oh, oh there's a pinky that. ring. Or you got an Italian <laughs> what horn on? Brett yeah. says <laughs> not Italian. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. Tony Hinchcliffe was right when he said he looked like he'd stolen Carlos Mencia's <laughs> yeah. clothes. I could see where people think you might be Mexican. Well, it's because they're so common out here. But you're 6'3", so immediately yeah. I'm like, he's yeah. not Mexican, he's something else. Look at the pictures of Mencia that we got with him. I mean, that yeah, dude, he's, is he like 5'3", maybe? Maybe, on a good day. Yeah, there was uh, plenty of people I, I saw this weekend that I didn't want to see dressed as Harley Quinn, and that goes for all of you. So, stop it. There's plenty of other good superhero women to dress as. If you've got a little bit of a fupa. <laughs> like, like Princess Fupa, I think should be a thing. Uh, how about uh, Super Housewife? She just wears sweatpants and an ugly old T-shirt. Her husband. Oh man, must. the West Side can nail that one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just grab your husband's T-shirt and a pair of sweatpants and leave the house. That's Super Housewife. Uh, so there you go. Did you talk with Harley? Did you exchange numbers? You tend to get too close to people. No, we didn't have okay, much good. interaction with. Harley, or um, maybe Captain America. We took that photo one yeah. time. And- Superwoman. Who else was there? Uh, Superwoman. Yeah. Oh, Supergirl. Yeah. I yeah. Gotcha. Whatever. She had graduated to woman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. She had her She had her flower. <laughs> who was the other one? <laughs> her super flower. Black Widow. Oh, okay, yeah. And then... Uh, was Black was Widow's one? a risky one, too, because that's yeah. a skin-tight costume. It was a full mask, and because uh, it was... Like she was in her uh, black widow was wearing a mask. Yeah, it was like a jumper because I don't think that, is there Spider Woman. <laughs> you didn't know sure. who it was. It's just some lady in disguise. I thought it was Black Widow. Yeah. Well, I didn't know who I didn't know who the Bane character was at first because yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't like the Batman the comic where he just had book. The, the mouthpiece. He had like the full like full headgear. Yeah, the full like uh, looked like a wrestling Mexican mask. wrestler. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Lucha de Libra. Yeah, or... yeah. Maybe I mean, that's what he was. We were on the West Side. So, I mean, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> I'm Bane, see? <laughs> Yeah, all right. Get out there and talk. But to I don't kids. know if that's what he looks or it's supposed to look like in like the books and the comic books and stuff like that. I just know it from the movie. Well, that's what you should go with is the movie because yeah. that's what everyone was exposed to. Well, that sounded interesting. I should have. It was. It was interesting. But again, and Brady, Brady is Brady's reaction tells me all I need to know. Ladies, yep. enough with the Harley Quinn yep. costumes. That's enough. Brady thought it was gross, lady. <laughs> And the reason he's so red is he spent time talking to he's, her. He's I didn't red. talk to her. I, I, I wish I would have. That's where. That's what are you, Harley you're Davidson? <laughs> you're, you're a fat boy. <laughs> shouldn't be in this. You shouldn't be wearing that. Let me tell you something your father never told you. You shouldn't have worn that. I'm glad you're living your true self, but it's making everybody sick. Come on. I don't know if she was disgusting or not, but the way Brett talks. And the, way, and the way Brady reacts. <laughs> All I need to know is. It's, it's, but it's not her fault. They shouldn't even sell the costume. No. And anything larger than extra small. That's the, that's the key. I want to be Harley Quinn. No. No. I want to be Black Panther. It's the same thing. I can't do it, and neither can you. It Listen, would be inappropriate. Chris Farley Quinn. It would be, yeah, it, it would be inappropriate for me to be Black Panther as much as it is for all other women to be Harley Quinn. It is very rare. Paige Sporanic can do it, and like maybe three or four other people can pull the Harley Quinn off. But it's, that's Margot Robbie. And shouldn't be tried. Most guys shouldn't dress up as Superman or, or Aquaman. You, you can't be Aquaman. Especially when you look like, you know, a minnow. 
All right, then I just got a picture of Bane from the comics. It did, the guy did, did pull like it off. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. And they weren't there for, like, helping kids or anything. They're just walking around as superheroes. I don't even understand what they were doing. They were part of uh, the safety for the Glendale Police Department helping raise money oh. for that stuff. Oh, okay. Heroes for I forget the name of the they had a minivan wrapped yeah. with all of them yeah. so they go out and do appearances all the time it looks like here's what the police love in real life people in disguise that's what they absolutely love people in masks cops absolutely love that a lot of uh, Glendale PD came by and said hi and yeah they're sure. great they're awesome cops are always great yeah but I'll, I'll, I'm just as an advocate of the police one thing I know they love is you in a mask that's it the general citizen wandering around in a costume their favorite thing in the world because they know. You are on the same side. Most of the time, everyone in a mask is up to just all good behavior. (laughs) But, of course, for the kids, superheroes are where it's at. Well, it sounds like we all had a great time. Today it's going to get better because you guys can have a good time too, especially if you're dressed up as Harley Quinn on your way to work today and feeling fairly uncomfortable. Should I turn around? Maybe I should turn around. That, I'm bagging this appearance. That office that has somebody <laughs> yeah. that's going to Comic-Con that's going to spend all week in costume? Yeah. Let me tell you this. Lady dressed as Harley Quinn, probably factual. When you turn around, it's the next day. It's a oh. full rotation. <laughs> oh, we did get an email. Uh, wanted to ask Brady about being on Rosie on the House. Oh, yeah. Brady yeah. was on yeah. Rosie on the House. Segment. They talked about country music oh, the yeah? whole time. And? Uh, no. That's no, what they said. I don't they, know. There's one. They the brought up a said. new artist. I had no idea who it was. And then uh, right. Tim talked about uh, Garth Brooks. But we talked about uh, what Romy likes. And he was Metallica and grew up listening to us. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Oh, Romy on the house is a listener to this show? Yeah. No kidding. And why does he host that thing with Tim Hattrick then? Well, that's Rosie. That you're talking. There's oh, Rosie and Romy? Ro- Romy's his his son. son. Who's kind of the Wait, Rosie named his kid apparent. Great. I'm Romy on the house. Is he 30 yet? He's, yeah, he's right around yeah. there. So Rosie's off and Romy's now the host? No, they're both oh, there. Yeah, oh, yeah. Crying. Father, son. That had to be thrilling as Brady Zoo Adventures. <laughs> Did you talk shingles? I talked about uh, plumbing problems. No. No, I, I said I wish you I had have, one because yeah. I know I'd get some advice from you. Good advice. Maybe even some free stuff. That's what you went over there for. No. Genius, this guy. <laughs> well done, Brady. I'm friends with Romy on the house. And it just happened to need a new roof. Perfect. John, when the bar for costumes was set by one of the people in the room with you, <laughs> right, things that's are over. <laughs> that's true. Wolverine is what he's talking about. <laughs> yep. Brady dressed as Wolverine oh, yeah. and split his nuts in half. <laughs> he was perineum man. I've never oh, seen what? nuts split that violently. Like, I've seen uh, hangy down pictures of camel toe that are nowhere near as bad <laughs> as Brady's down? nuts. Yeah, you know the hangy down ones. Yeah. Moose Looks like knuckle. a front thong. <laughs> Look how far that got me. Oh, and, and, and nowhere, Brady. That's oh, the point we're making. It's like, that. don't dress up on yeah. that. Yeah, we got, it, was a, it was a cautionary tale of what <laughs> you shouldn't be wearing sometimes. It would have been one of those Maury shows where like, my, my mom dresses like a whore. <laughs> she shows off too much. Uh, today, uh, in just uh, 40 minutes, we're going to give you a chance to qualify. First qualifiers for the Man Cave Upgrade. It's going to be great. Modelo Especial and our friends at Prestige Billiards are going to uh, hook you guys up. And all you have to do is listen. At 8 o'clock, I'm going to give you a, a word to just type in. Today will be easy because it's the first day. You text it in. 97936 is the text number. We'll pull a qualifier out an hour later, right? you got one hour. Is that what we're doing again? Yep. 
All right, one hour later, we'll do that. And the person who qualifies gets a $50 gift certificate from Von Hansen's Meat and Spirits and two tickets to go see Lewis Black at Celebrity Theater, who's just absolutely hilarious. Uh, so you got that going. And then uh, out of that, we'll get five finalists, have a big party here in the station the Friday before Father's Day, and someone will win the Man Cave. What is the Man Cave? Well, it's an eight-foot pool table, a ping-pong table, a cocktail arcade game system that has 516 retro games and one sit-down cocktail table. That's from Prestige Billiards. Then you're going to get a mini fridge and 150 bucks to fill it, a table and stools to sit next to it. So what you're filling it with, you can drink right there at a table and uh, chairs. That's from Modelo Especial and Barbecue Island's going to give you Green Mountain Peak Grill with a big starter kit. Uh, that's right in front of you so you can cook some meat while you're sitting at your new table playing pool with your new friends uh, in your brand new man cave, which we are giving you, and that should be pretty awesome. Adelo, Prestige, Billiards, and Barbecue Island helping us out with that at 8 o'clock. We'll give you a word. You text it in, and you can start uh, thinking about redecorating that dump of yours. <laughs> Honey, we're going to have to move your Harley Quinn outfits out of this room. It's going to be my new man cave. <laughs> I feel like was your man cave. Yeah, but I don't want to spelunk in that anymore. It's disgusting. What if I dress up as Harley Quinn? No, thanks. I'd rather see the planet dressed up in a robe. <laughs> <laughs> you are large. There, I said it. But I love you. But I love you, because I gotta. I'd say it's cheaper to keep her, but feeding her's a fortune. <laughs> Stop dressing as Harley Quinn. Again, it's like if I went out as Black Panther. Totally inappropriate. Can't do it. Can you imagine me dressed as Black Panther? Even though I love Black Panther. I didn't. I didn't care for the movie at all. It bored me. I didn't even finish it. But if I did, like, oh, my God, Black Panther's my favorite superhero. I'm going to dress like that. I'm going to lose my job. It should go for all women who don't look like Harley Quinn dressing like Harley Quinn. It's hot cultural appropriation, and you're not hot enough to do it. You shouldn't have anything to do with it. It does. If you can see your own nostrils looking straight into the mirror, you can't be Harley Quinn. Because <laughs> you have a snout, is what I'm saying. You're like Peter Lorre or whatever his name was. Do I look just like him? I feel like I'm Harley Quinn. <laughs> Whoa. Back to the trough, Bertha. I think I can slip these on if you just keep buttering my thighs. Anyway. <laughs> uh, what do you got on the big uh, musical treat for? Right, wake up song brought to you by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. They are back open because... They're riders just like you guys. They were up in Moab all weekend tearing up the trails up there. So if you got to get a new bike, got to get that bike serviced, need the accessories, they're going to hook you up over there. ActionRideShop.com is where you're going to go. Uh-oh. People oh, are sending me pictures of, uh, <laughs> of their, <laughs> their run-ins with uh, superheroes that shouldn't be in the costumes. <laughs> what was the one that uh, Rebecca Romaine played, the blue one from X-Men? Oh, uh, and She was just so so shapely. Yeah. Well, this picture is shapely, but for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, don't do that. I don't want to see those. I don't want to see fat guys dressed as superheroes either, unless they're doing it for comic value. If you're a fat lady going, I'm fat Harley Quinn. Oh, that's funny. But don't go around acting like we have to act like it's great. Sometimes you it's mean great. if Lizzo does it and she says because she's Lizzo, I'm going to be Harley? Right. Well, you're not. Pet? You're not. You, again, you look like a fat boy. If you want to talk Harley. Yeah, you're the size of a Harley. You're the size of a Harley. <laughs> I could probably lift a Harley easier. <laughs> on the list uh manson up there disturbed dri slayer anthrax uh body count body count actually wants somebody wanted the entire ski mask song yeah 
By the way, Ski Mask showed up at uh, about four, four minutes before six. So, so she'll again, be today four too? minutes before yeah. ten today. She, she, yeah, so she's wow. got. She'll leave early, but she got here early, which is impressive. Starting to become a habit to yeah, be early. Somewhere. I don't know what happened. Um, Metal Church, Buck Cherry, Bring Me the Horizon Ministry, Seven Dust on the List. I met a girl who used to bang the lead singer of Buck Cherry this weekend, too. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. Can't, can't anybody claim Man, that, do though? you have stories. And she goes, oh, it was bad. Like, I can imagine. <laughs> Josh, what's his name? Uh, Josh Todd, I think. Todd, yeah. yeah, that's right. She goes, I used to date him. And I'm like, no kidding. You and how many other no, broads? she had photos. How many it other was legit. Like, yeah, Oh, yeah, you weren't well, alone. It's not yeah. like they were exclusive. Yeah. But uh, she'd been put through it. It was clear that she'd been put through it. She didn't brag about it. It was like, yeah, I could probably. Did she fly out to see him a couple of times on the uh, road? I don't or know. Drive it seemed like something you don't talk about. She brought it up because Buck Cherry was actually playing. You know, he's the day the lead singer of this band. <laughs> like, it doesn't sound like that's something I should follow up with because it wasn't good. Like, the stories you have, she's, it was horrible. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that's a real like, you did it. You should probably just wander away. This has got me curious, and I don't think I'm, I'm going to hit nerves. I'm not the guy to talk to right now. Somebody else says, uh, tell Holmberg it's the 36th anniversary of uh, Look What the Cat Dragged In was released on this Faster day. Faster Pussycat? No, no, Poison. No, poison. Oh, poison, I'm sorry. Wow, I got my long-haired girly <laughs> women, men confused. Look what the, Well, good for you for knowing that. <laughs> Sign Paul Marshall. Way to keep your fingers on the pulse. Come on, man. Society will appreciate this. 36 years of poison. I wish. <laughs> Look How what the cat dragged Jesus. in and uh, what was on that? I'm trying to think. Now you got uh, me thinking. Th- uh, that a big one. A what was the, which one was the original? Because uh, uh, that was the one where Every I, Rose? No, no that, that was, was the next one. one. Yeah. I th- Think that well, that's the album where they're all hot as hell on the cover. Yeah, I mean it is a sexy grouping. The four dudes as the transvestites, and and that made you question just about everything. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's. I mean you're really kind of like well, yeah. That's a dude in the upper left. <laughs> I think I might bang Brett Michaels in that photo. <laughs> uh, let's see. I want action. I won't forget you. Look what the catcher. Talk dirty you, to me. There it is. Talk, talk dirty. There it is. No thanks. But thank you. 36 years ago today, we were all wrong. <laughs> yeah, we all missed the mark. 36 years ago today, we were scrambled up a little of what was good and bad. We were going through our transition. Yeah. I was when, a senior. Uh, you were a freshman? In between Motley Crue's original stuff, Metallica, Megadeth, some of the good things. Uh, then Quiet Riot showed up. And we're like, wait a minute. Do we like that? And then all of a sudden and it then went the makeup. crazy. Van Halen was in the mix and then... Poison showed up. Like, what's this? And Cinderella. And Cinderella. And, and, well, Bango were, Tango. Oh, and plenty of them that started to make us go. Britney Fox. Yeah, what's Britney Fox. The long haired tough guy just turned Kicks. into women. And of course, the pussycat came in. And that's too. why I always used to laugh at guys. Like, I always thought I, I was into that stuff, but I always used to laugh at like when you tell somebody, I listen to this, and like, you're, a, you're gay, dude. You like Benny Mardonez? I'm like, it's a great song. You're gay. You know what and then they put, years ago was? And they put poison in. <laughs> like, you're, they're transvestites. I won't forget yeah. you, baby. I won't forget you. I'm like, why are you a badass watching dudes dressed as women? And my dude singing about uh, statutory rape is gay. Like, <laughs> what am I missing? 
<laughs> I mean, both of them are really uncomfortable, but one is at least one's you're calling me. What the kind game? of sixteen-year-old you're yeah, singing like, about? All the dudes you like look like chicks. Sebastian Bach is gorgeous. You're a queer man for liking that pop music. Yeah, but okay. I guess. I always like both. I really liked rock, but I laughed at it a lot more than I liked it. It was very funny to me. Like, I loved the Aerosmith thing, but the scarves and things, I always laugh. I'm like, God, you're, they always try to be so, like, rock always tried to be so tough, and it was just so close to being on Broadway. It was, yeah. so, it was so very close. Factor like, that. it was just, I mean, it was just one shaky car ride from taking it down the Great White Way. <laughs> So close, and there's so many. I'm like Pantera fans. I'm like, you realize what those guys tried to do first, then changed their image into these badasses. But look at their original stuff. They were transvestites too. <laughs> they were trying to make it however you made it, and then they turned out and they found their niche. But I mean, would you fight with them? I don't know. You might get beat up by a bunch of other transvestites. Depends on which album you pull up. Right. Yeah. I'm not fighting with that Pantera. <laughs> I'm not fighting with the uh, vulgar display of power yeah. Pantera. <laughs> no, but I'll fight the first Pantera yeah. because I'm yeah. pretty sure they're going to trip yeah. over their own skirts. Guys, he's not coming out on time because they didn't get his dressing room right. Yeah. It's all messed up. His original that. nickname was Dime <laughs> Daryl. <laughs> Let me just switch it to Dimebag, man. Let's take off all this makeup. This is stupid. But it wasn't the most manly music of all time. That's for sure. It was, you know, body glove shorts, tight as can be, and eye makeup. Body glove. But we were, look. Metal did more for body glove than it. surfing did. Bon Jovi made every guy for a second go, yeah, I'm going to grow my hair out like that guy. <laughs> like, we all wanted to be. He is gorgeous. Him, him and Kelly LeBrock from Weird Science would be two sexiest people. And they were hot. Women. Sebastian Bach. Sebastian Bach was stunning. He's a stunning woman. Absolutely gorgeous lady. He'd be killing the Sports Illustrated. He'd be all over it now. And Bathing suit edition right one, now, back in the day. He'd be the, the one day. I'd tug to. <laughs> over what's on there over now. the yeah. fat lady and the pregnant chick. I'm tugging to Sebastian. Anyway, uh, I don't care whatever you want to do. I Pick one. Maybe we should do the poison. Let's do a little 36th anniversary poison. <laughs> Play Talk game. dirty to me off the album, right? Yeah. Or which one? What were you thinking? Oh, the, well, that or the title track, Look What the Cat Dragged. Look What the Cat Dragged. That's actually right. a better song. You're right. But. I'm with you. And then we'll realize how wrong we were 36 <laughs> years ago. Look What the Cat Dragged In It Is. Yikes. I mean, go no further than Judas Priest. The guy pulled the wool over your eyes and blended right in. <laughs> I'm just going to dress Well, wool up. and Rob Halford. No, that's, well, really that's true. Know. But yeah, it's, he, didn't, he didn't do much wool pulling. But I bet you people are like, man, that dude pulls the wool. Oh, yeah. Over your eyes. <laughs> He's gay. <laughs> what? Take it back. Uh-uh. <laughs> I find it hysterical. Aerosmith is so close to being a Broadway show when you see him live. There's dancing. It's kind of weird. Is it choreographed and everything? No, but I no, mean, oh, it's Steven just Tyler's a, the only one that really moves no, around. No, the rest of the guys are shirtless. and like, It's very gay. It's super gay. When you think of it as like if you're if you went over to your friend's house and like all right let's go out drinking and one dude came out with like thirty eight scarves tied to his neck and another guy took his shirt off I'm like what do you think we're going BS West boys put some clothes on <laughs> we were dressed as Aerosmith oh I guess you are holy Christ I realize how gay this was your pants are so tight <laughs> it's super gay 
I think it was the first time that I'd seen Slipknot. I was with you, yeah. and I was kind of laughing because I'm like, they're in jumpsuits. Yeah, it's a drum line, <laughs> and drum I'm like, I, you know, it's great music, but I'm like, this is really a, it's like a band, it's a performance. It's Broadway. It's real close to being Broadway, but it's great. But we can't, we can't make it the bad, like the baddest men on the planet. I'm like, uh, uh-uh. if you were if performers you went, again, if you went to your friend's house and they were dressed like that, you'd be like, dude, put you're, this is hysterical. But we're not going out like this. Put a shirt on and get that scarf. What are you wearing? An ascot and no shirt? This is the gayest you've ever been. No way, I'm Aerosmith. Okay. And you're 70. Put the shirt <laughs> yeah, back you on. You look like my grandmother. <laughs> did you ever tie uh, bandanas around your ankles? Yeah, I did. Like, no, no, I did not. No, I did, no, I did not. They'd always have that uh, tied up around their jeans. and On your ankles? I've seen the chachi arcola around your thigh. Yeah, the somebody's, thigh. <laughs> and then they put them on their lower ankles? down. Next to the boots, really? I don't think. So oh, I know what you're talking. Like yeah. the like Judd Nelson from Breakfast um, Club. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Uh, those guys. I never understood those either. Sure, Gully did that. Oh, Gully had this guy. Who's that? Alan Gully. He's oh. <laughs> <laughs> a badass school. Wasn't he giant? <laughs> yeah, he's a big dude. He's a Judd Hirsch. <laughs> he beat up an eighth grade <laughs> teacher. That's right. <laughs> he he arm wrestled in seventh yeah. grade. Yeah. yeah. Alan, that's it. they were back and forth with each other. Mr. Zabrowski was like, that's it. How do we settle this? We arm wrestled. Like, all right. And then in front of the whole class, Alan Gully wiped the floors clean with Mr. Zabrowski arm wrestling. Best Thank God. Three. He was a dick. Yeah, he was a dick. And he ended up in trouble for touching girls' boobs. But. Yep. Uh-huh. He had had it with Gully, and Gully flattened him, and then he sent him to the principal's office for beating him in front of the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, Zabrowski, duck. Yeah, that's another one there, buddy. That Gully and Mike Rao dressed up as Aerosmith, and he just looked like Twisted Sister exploded. At I own you for the next <laughs> yeah, two yeah, Saturdays. Yeah, yeah, that was what we had. We had a load of them. The bull by the horns. <laughs> yep. It was pretty much that. Yeah, it was just strange. It was just a strange time. The 80s were so off. There's no reason to ever visit that again. It's out of control now. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.